Oh, Lordy Lord, it is Monday morning. Oh, shit. I know what you're all thinking. I know what a lot of you are thinking. You're like, well, hey, it was meant to come out on Sunday, and it's it's Monday. Like, where, where were you? What happened? Like, it's a bit late, isn't it? I know, I know. It was. I was late, you know. I'm uh, recording this on Monday morning. Uh, I didn't get around to it yesterday because I was writing... I had a few things going on in my personal life, not in a bad way. Every time someone says, like, I had things going on in my personal life, it sounds like it's a bad thing. I didn't. I just had a, I had things on. Uh, I had people to see that I hadn't seen in a while, and I was like, I can push this back to Monday, you know. I know you're all like, well, hey, man, you're all about work coming first. I understand that, that, that that's usually a thing that happens all the time. But you know what? I wanted to switch things up a bit, and maybe... Try things on a Monday morning, but that's this isn't like going to be a regular thing that happens, you know. Look, give me look. I, I know you're all criticizing me. I know you're all judging me. Just stop. You don't understand. I'm going through a lot. I just, I don't, just this lockdown. You know, being all by myself and watching so much porn. There's only so many, you know, categories of uh, the mill section that I can keep watching. I'm joking. That doesn't happen. Oh, does it? Oh, you're never gonna fucking know, will ya? Oh, yeah. Um, that got fucking gross real quick. Wow. Sure, the uh, kiddies listening to this, you know, they're not going to be too happy. The parents are going to listen to it and be like, Oh, Jason, are you listening to someone talk about, you know, a a woman, you know, making love? That's absolutely disgusting. I mean, that's disgraceful. Oh, you know, we'll listen to Alan Jones instead. Alan Jones is a nice man. No, he's not. Cites fucking race riots from the tip of his tongue. Guy's a goddamn maniac. He's nuts. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, man. I gotta be honest with you. I can't understand why Bill Burr does this on like a Monday morning. Because like, I don't know, it's Monday morning. It just feels good to talk things out and see how your weekend was. And you know, what's going on in your life right now? Are you feeling okay? Is, is everything at peace? Are you living your best life? I want to talk about that. On a Monday morning, but instead I gotta do it on a Sunday. I might change this to fucking Monday. Oh, shit. I might. I literally might. It just has a certain feeling to it. It has a certain... There's like an art to it where like you do it and... I don't know, it just makes you feel a certain way inside your soul. Like, you know, it just... I don't know. It has a different feeling and a different vibe. It's very chill and yeah, man. We're just all about those vibes. You know how you go on Instagram... And you got all those fucking white girls who are just like, oh yeah, positive vibes only. Only, ch- only you know, like and comment and subscribe if there's like, you know, positive vibes only. Don't worry if you're feeling bad. Just like, you know, bury it deep down. But we really don't like toxic masculinity. Even though that's what we're fighting against, you know, men being more open. Even though we don't know the fucking men that we're talking about. Yeah, oh my God, positive vibes only. <laughs> it's just, listen... Have whatever vibe you feel like, baby. We can talk about whatever you want, even though I've got things to talk about, but I'm just kind of rambling on because it's fun and it's my fucking podcast. And I'm sick of all this complaining, being like, you fucking, you talk about the UFC. So skip it. Oh, mate, let me, I'm just sick of having to repeat myself. Oh, I sound like a breaking record, but seriously, quit 
complaining. Just skip it. There's time codes. I put time codes in these fucking things so you people don't complain. But no, you people, you know, clearly haven't gotten your dick sucked yet. So you're like, well, if that hasn't happened, then I'll just go comment on, you know, fucking podcasts. It's, you know. Children. I honest, I honestly do think, and I'm probably not really breaking any new ground here. I think this is something that's just well known. But like, I honestly think that like, you know, Social media has just made everyone way more, like, immature and childish. I, like, the adults that I know, um, you know, do you know I know adults? You know I hang out with adults? I'm hanging out with the, uh, big men and women now. I'm I'm with the big dogs. I'm no longer a kid anymore. Did you know that? Yeah. But the adults who are, like, in their 40s or 50s, you know, 50s, like, you know, you look at them... And the way they handle things and the way they respond to things, like, it's just very, it's just different because the 30-year-olds that I know, a lot of them are very, like, um, you know, they're very argumentative, they're, they're very uh, immature, they just, you can tell they're not fully developed and I think social media has just turned them into a pack of fucking children, you know. I'm not going to name any names, but... Oh, right, I'll name some names. But, you know, Tim Pool, that guy's a fucking child. He reminds me of, like, some 16-year-old kid who, you know, hangs out on Reddit and thinks he knows about the world because he has conversations with people he doesn't know. Ah, uh, he reminds me of one of those people. Um, who else? There's a bunch of other people as well. Like, who else? Like... Humanist report, I'm naming all these like American people, but that guy, he's just like, no, I finally went, I graduated high school and I learned about gender studies, he reminds me of that kind of shit, um, he seems like a nice chap, but you know, a bit fucking immature, but just that kind of shit, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of going on a, you know, a weird list here about it all, but I just feel like social media is just really just, I don't know, turned everyone into children, when are you going to grow up? Hey? When are you going to stop playing with your toys? And play with your real toy. If you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know how to play with your real toy, mate, just ask me. I'm happy to show you. Mm-mm. But yeah, I don't know. Everyone's just becoming like a pack of outraged children. That's really sad to fucking see. And I know people who are my age who just, from my generation, who are just the most fucking biggest uh entitled overprivileged losers that I've ever met like they're and I'm look I'm not perfect look I I might talk a lot of shit let me tell you something I am not perfect I have a lot of fucking problems like I'm not I don't want to say it like yeah man I'm trying to go through rehab I'm an I'm alcoholic it's nothing crazy like that but like you know I just all I'm saying is that I got some demons that I need to sort out and need to go to church and Get an exorcist done on me because look, I'm not perfect, but you know, and hey, if you know me, if you if you if you listen to this podcast, brah, if I can know like, some demons, hey bruh, like I better like write a rap song and do some freestyle about it, brah, it's got me demons in me, like you know what I'm talking about. I'm not perfect. Alright? I got some problems, you know, it's not easy, but I do, I'm not perfect, I might talk a lot of shit about everyone else, but like, you know, I got some problems, man, I'm really going through some stuff, no, I'm not, I'm alright. Mm. Tell you what fucking sucks at the moment, I'll get to my point, 
about everyone being an entitled sore loser, but oh, I'm trying not to vape at the moment, and it fucking sucks. Oh, you can tell with you can have you got certain withdrawal symptoms like you're just used to sucking on that fucking pipe and it's not there anymore, and you're like, oh god. Yeah, so it's a bit hard, man. It's hard not having a vape. I'm trying to stop for like seven days, see how I see how I feel. Um, it's not really going great so far, I'll be honest with you. Um, a lot of discipline involved. It's just not fucking easy, Black. It just tastes so good. Like, I don't want a cigarette. I don't want tobacco. I do not want a cigarette. I want a vape. That nicotine, flavored nicotine. Oh, yeah, baby. I just love it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm addicted. Fuck, I probably shouldn't admit that. See, I told you I got problems. I'm not perfect, all right? I know this isn't the fucking Oprah Winfrey show, but I told you I have problems. We all have problems. We all make mistakes, mate. You'll grow up one day, but seriously. Mm. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, I'm just not on them at the moment. And it fucking sucks, man. It really does. It's hard. It's hard. I don't know how people do it. It's just, you know, you're used to sucking on it and it relaxes you and it calms you down. But, you know, hey, I'm going to go without it for seven days. See how, see how I feel. See how I feel. Whoops. Mumbling my fucking words. Because that's how chill the vibe is on this podcast, man. We're just really chilled out and just like, yeah, we don't really care. Like those kids in Newtown who hang at the park, who hang out at the park and drink some Pinot White, play the guitar, talk about how fucking white men are like the worst and talk about what we, you know, listen to on Triple J that week. Yeah, fucking sick, man. Yeah, it's like totally bringing the chill vibes, man. And maybe we'll do some like... I don't know, we'll do some cocaine later, we can fucking write some music and shit, bro, it'll be so mad, and you know, if we see any white man, you know, using his privilege, then like, bro, we just gotta fucking step in, are you gonna beat him up, nah, man, I can't fight for shit, I'm skinny as all fuck, but you know, I'll just tell him how I feel, and uh, yeah, it probably won't make any difference, but man, it's about being brave and stuff, you know? Because I learned about that on Hack on Triple J, yeah, man, fucking... I listened to Hack, Tom Tilly, or whoever hosted. I don't know. I was just smoking a lot of weed, so I was really zonked out. So I can't remember who the host was. I think his name was Tom, or his first name started with T. And yeah, I just like listened to that. And they were talking about bravery and white men. It's like, bro, we really got to do something. What do you do for a job, man? I fucking work at a record store, yeah, I'm probably not really doing anything with my life, and, uh, yeah, but still, I'm just gonna stand up towards white men, even though I am one, I am a piece of shit, I will admit that, like, even though I've done nothing wrong, still, I am a piece of shit because of my skin colour, so, yeah, man, I just really gotta fucking, you know, stand up for what's right, even though I work at a record store and listen to Triple J, and I drink fucking Pinot Noir in a park in Newtown, fucking sick, bro, yeah, those children live near me, you know, those kind of people live near me, where they're like, yeah, man, just drinking at the park, it's gonna be fucking sick, yeah, fucking... Man, I hope I really get to stand up to, uh, you know, protest today. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty bored. I've got nothing else to do. Uh, I'm sure the protest is definitely going to make a difference. Uh, it's always worked before, hasn't it? Um, but, you know, those are the kind of people I live around. But, like, yeah, what I was saying before was that, like, I just know a lot of people who are, like, from my generation, and they're just super entitled, 
overprivileged, um, very, they're just entitled to their feelings, like, they feel like they've always got to say shit, and just be like, hey man, it's how I'm feeling, you know, um, I think you should know, and if I don't feel good about it, you need to stop, yeah, uh, and they've just been brought up in a way where it's like, I matter the most, and you always gotta walk, yeah, that's the main problem with a lot of people in our generation, you gotta walk on fucking eggshells around them, and you can't just, just like, have a joke, and have fun, like, you know, like, it's just, it's ridiculous, and like, it's just, you gotta walk on eggshells around people, and people are like, yeah, I'm really making a difference here, it's like, no, you're just making people not like you, it's that simple, the people have to, you know, walk in eggshells, because you're like, no, you don't understand, I'm offended, you can't say that, those group, those people can't handle it, I have friends who are gay, or trans, yeah, it's like, I, ha- I hate that excuse about everything, whether it's like, you know, defending people, whether it's like, you know, you tell a joke, or, you know, someone gets you in trouble for things, like, you know, if someone tells like a a joke, and it's seen as, like, racist, or whatever, like, you know, and they're like, mm, you know, like, you really shouldn't say that, you know, um, and then the guy told the joke, like, no, I have, I have friends who are, who are black, or the other time, we, you know, you tell a joke, and the person who's offended says, like, no, nah, man, you don't understand, I've got, I've got friends who are trans, and who are gay, you know, I really take offense to that, it's like, listen, everyone's a fucking victim in, one way or another, do you know what I mean, like, everyone's a victim, everyone's got a friend who's this, or who's that, or, like, you're not fucking special, okay, I got fucking, I have a mother, I listen to Bill Burr, who constantly shits on women and makes jokes about them, does that, like, what, fucking hip, hip hip-hop hooray, whatever you want to say, like, big whoop, like, okay, so what, I have friends who are gay, I hear jokes about, I hear jokes about those, you know, kind of people all the time, but they're jokes, like, they're not real, like, it's not like those people, it's not like my mum, or my, you know, gay or trans friends, man, or whatever you want to call them, like, it's not like they can't handle a joke, I have friends who are, like, depressed, I have friends who have mental health issues, I have fucking friends who are, you know, from all different ethnic backgrounds, like, I'm sure they, they can handle a fucking joke, it's like, when you censor people's language, because, you know, it's offensive, and all that shit, like, you're not actually solving the problem, like, you're not actually solving racism, or, you know, sexism, or any of that bullshit, like, you're just censoring people's language, that's all you're doing, and, like, you know, those problems are being racist, sexist, like, it's never gonna go away, Pete, there are always gonna be those jackasses out there, who are gonna have their prejudices, it's just, it's, it's a fact of life, there is literally nothing, nothing you can do about it, it's not a perfect world, it's like, you know, fucking telling, you know, psychologically deranged killers being like, just don't kill, do you think they're gonna fucking listen to you, like, do you think they're honestly gonna listen to that and be like, oh, yeah, right, sorry, no one's ever told me that before in my life, alright, you know what, knife's down, gun's down, you know, it's just, it's never gonna work, like, it's just, it's impossible, because people's minds work a certain way, and it doesn't matter, you know, who you are as, like, a TV personality telling, you know, other people on, like, the project being, like, don't assault women, or fucking don't be violent towards women, yeah, like, dude, do you, do you think we don't, do, like, how fucking stupid do you think people are, like, do you honestly think there's gonna be, like, do you think we watch that and go, oh, fuck, no way, dude, really? No, 
Man, I never knew that before. Man, Lisa Wilkinson, you are, you're the bomb, man. Thank you so much for telling me that. Like, geez, I'm going to, I was going to, you know, go do something. To, I was going to go fucking hit this woman, but Lisa Wilkinson told me not to. Fuck, man. Thank God she told me that. Like, do you honestly think that is going to happen? Do you think, like, the men who watch that show are so stupid to the point where they don't fucking know that? Like, how do you not know not to do that shit to another person? And someone who already does that shit to another person, they're not going to fucking watch Lisa Wilkinson and think, oh, fuck. It's not going to happen. Like, so this idea that you need to censor people's language and, you know, watch what you say about women or, like, you know, watch what you say about trans people or whatever. Like, look, if, like, jokes are jokes. Like, they're not real life. They're not statements. And, like, you censoring people's language, like, it doesn't actually solve the problems that you're, like, trying to solve and stand up for. It's like, I remember us talking to someone... Um, and I love this person. I'm not going to, you know, name any names because I try to keep people anonymous. But I was talking to someone about, like, the whole George Floyd stuff. And obviously, like, you know, if you're a normal functioning human being, you're obviously very emotionally affected by that. And what you saw was horrific. Like, I fucking was. It's terrifying. Horrifying. You know, really, really struck me emotionally. Um, let's just talk about how I feel. But, um, no, I remember saying that. I remember talking to a good friend of mine about it. And, you know, we're going about it, and she was like, you know, we just need to find solutions to this. And I was like, yeah, you know, I get, and the solutions I gave were like, you know, uh, I think they need to, uh, you know, uh, give more money to police training. I think they've got to weed out bad cops. I think they need to, um, you know, really start uh, restructuring their finances to where, you know, police funding goes. I think putting into more training. Uh, you know, they need to do better psych evaluations on the officers, you know, think like legitimate actual like policy solutions was what I was coming up with. And my friend said, no, I think the problem is, no, we just really need to stop saying racist things. And it's like, I get what this person was trying to say. It's coming from a good place and a, like good intentions. So I'm not going to be like, you're an idiot. Cause it's coming from like, it's about people's intentions. Like they just want to do the right thing. I get what this person was trying to say, but I, it's just when I heard that, I was like, that's not going to see if you only focus on what people are saying, you're not going to actually like, there's still going to be another cop tomorrow who, you know, where there's going to be another freak accident with another black person. And it's going to be horribly unfortunate. But it's not actually going to solve the issues because you're focusing on these surface level ideas, as Dave Rubin says. Dave Rubin, like, it's just all about ideas. That's how you solve problems. Um, you know, but look, I think it, it's deeper than that. Like, you need to come up with real-time solutions and policies and, you know, legislations. Not, you know, censoring what people say, being like, don't be racist, don't be sexist. People have fucked up thoughts. They have twisted senses of humor. They, you know, they think a certain... They just... Look, I am... I'll give you an example. Talk about me because this is my show. This is the Wendy Williams show where we're going to talk about what I think. But look, I'll give you an example, right? If you know me, right? If you know who I am, if you can't handle me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. <laughs> yeah, sister. Um, but no, look, if you know who I am, right? If you know me, then you totally get me. But all right, Ben, stop being a fuckwit. Just get on with the fucking point will you mate all right there are people who are listening to this uh you know there's, someone, there's probably someone in the car listening to this being like can this dickhead hurry up can he get to his point i'm late for work and he's just you know acting like a fucking dickhead 
can you be late for work? And then you rock up to work and the boss is like, mate, where have you been? And then the guy who was driving listening to the podcast is like, well, mate, let me tell you, I was listening to this one dickhead in the car and he just took too long to get to his point, so I had to wait, you know, and it's just bullshit. This guy's a, a, a fucking asshole. Um, no, my point is that if you know me, right, if you, okay, look, if you know who I am, if you've been listening to my shit, if you've been watching my show, you know, you know I don't, I don't care where you're from, who you are, what you identify as, you know, I don't care about any of the identity behind anyone, I don't give a shit, I don't care, I don't care if you're a man, woman, trans, gay, black, white, Asian, I don't care, literally nothing about your identity comes into my mind when I meet you, do you know what I judge you at, judge you on, your character, that's what I judge you on, your character, you know, how do you present yourself, how do you, you know, communicate, you know, what, um, how do you treat other people, you know, how do you treat yourself, like, all that kind of stuff, I judge on that, right, so you know, you know I don't give a shit about fucking identity, I, you know, you know how much I hate identity politics, I can't stand that shit, it's annoying, right, I don't even care what, poli- what your politics are, I don't care, I know two, I have two friends of mine who went to the Sydney protest, two friends, one of them was holding up these like ridiculous signs about communism and shit, but I don't care, do you know why, because their character, it's about their character, and their character is nothing but this real, loving, genuine, sweet, sincere people, like that's probably really fucked up that sentence, because that made no sense when I was saying it, <laughs> I told you my vocabulary is fucking horrible. It is terrible. My vocabulary is so bad. I gotta, you know, start to read, you know, start reading, Janie. Um, but no, like these people who I know who went to the protests, right? We clearly don't share the same view in politics, but they're really nice, sweet, genuine people, right? So I don't judge them on their politics. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if someone's like, I'm left or I'm right. I don't care if they're a Trump supporter, I don't care if they're a Bernie supporter, I don't care if they're liberal, Labour, I don't agree with them a lot of the time with some of these people, but it doesn't fucking matter, because I don't, I don't, you know, scrutinize people, I don't judge them based on their politics, being like, oh my god, you're like a Trump supporter, oh my god, you're such a fucking idiot, oh my god, you like Trump, I don't care, Get the fuck over your like get get over yourselves. Whenever I, I know people who do that, and it's just like you people are so pathetic because you think your opinion is special when it's really fucking not. It's not special. It's not. You don't have a spe- your your opinion. All these people on social media, and I have to accept this fact sometimes. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. They don't. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, being like, hmm, just kill yourself. No, but like seriously. No one really cares what you have to say. That is extremely liberating. And for some other people, it's extremely terrifying. Because they're like, oh my god, no one cares. Whereas I look at it, I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to say what I want, you know? Doesn't mean I, you know, there are no consequences for it. There obviously have been in the past. But, like, my point is, is that, like, your opinion is not that special. So you should not be judging people based on, like, oh my god, you said something positive about Trump. Oh, fuck, I just realized I left that fucking window open the entire time. God damn it. Hold on. Hold on, boys. I'm coming back. Oh, damn it. Why did I do that? Oh.
Rockstar, get your game on. Let's go. Uh, oh, shit. I'm back, boys. Um, all right. <sighs> what was I saying? What was I rambling about? I'm like Alan Jones. I can just fucking go forever. I'm like Alex Jones as well. Not Alan Jones, Alex Jones, because you know, as Alex Jones, I can keep going and there's no problem. I can just sell you a uh, super male vitality. That's what I can do. You think I'm playing games, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not doing nothing, but, uh, <clears throat> shit, that fucking voice really gets you, doesn't it? But uh, I don't know who that is, but listen up. There's some things that Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci are doing, and, uh, you know, we gotta sometimes, uh, you know, wait out the bad guys, because if I have to do that, I'll do it. And, you know, yeah, you can support the show. You can go to InfoWarsStore.com. That's what you can do. And you know what I want to find out? Sometimes Joe Rogan, like Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, they were hanging out, and that's what I know. Um... I could fucking do the whole podcast in that voice. I'm not even kidding. I could do it. I honestly reckon I could. It'd be no fucking problem. I could totally... I could be talking like this forever and like, you know what? I want to sort out the demons and what they know because clearly they're coming after me and they like, if, you, if they just don't agree with me, then I will take them on. Hillary Clinton is a goddamn demon and I don't care. But I could I could do that fucking voice the entire podcast. I'll do it. I, I will fucking do it one podcast. You know? You know what I mean? Let's just get really intimate. Mm, you're listening to Smooth FM. Mm. We're going to play some uh, George Michaels. Is that his name? Fuck, I hope that's his name. God, it's going to be embarrassing if I get that wrong. No, I'm not going to fucking look it up. It's George Michaels, right? I hope. I'm a zoomer. Don't get mad at me. I'm not one of these boomers being like, oh, if you just click your fingers and move your feet. Oh, George Michaels has got great music. I don't even know if that's his fucking name. Um... I don't know. All right. This podcast has gone for nearly 30 minutes, and I've been rambling like a fucking lunatic, mate. All right. What's been, what's been happening this week? Oh, yeah. Victoria. What are you doing? What is going on in Victoria? Like, you people just... Oh, God. I can't... I can't... I can't help you people anymore. I've been through this a thousand times and I've gone through over this like 60,000 fucking times about, you know, protesting, understanding where you're coming from. But like, look, I get it. Like, I've I've said this once. I will say it again. I sound like a broken record. People are scared. People don't have a job. They can't feed their families. Uh, They don't know when they're going to work again. They've lost money. They've got no way to support themselves. Like... People in that position can do dumb shit to express their outrage. And when they're stressed and anxious, they can do things that are completely just irrational, right? I've been saying that and, you know, um, it's just, I've I've been, you know, supporting it in that way. I'm not saying I agree with what they're doing, but I can understand why they're doing it. This shit is ridiculous, though. I understand if you want to protest, but like I said, when it turns into a riot, that is when you lose me. I've said this 1,000 times. I said this about the Sydney protest, the George Floyd protest. Like, I understand what that was happening. I understand why they were protesting, but as soon as it turned into a fucking riot, you cannot be encouraging this kind of behavior. You cannot be doing that. 
And I get a lot of shit for this opinion. I get a lot of shit. I get a lot of people hating me, hating on me for this opinion, being like, oh, no, you just, uh, you're a right winger. You just support them. Oh, no, you will, you know, you just don't like people standing up for, you know, uh, you know, racial equality. No. It's not the case at all. Because you take the, you take what I say out of context and you put it into your head being like, oh, this is what he fucking meant. No. It's not what I meant. What I mean is that, like, you have a right to protest, okay? You have a right to get out there. You have a right to, you know, stand up for what you believe in. I agree with all of that, right? This is fucking recording, isn't it? Jeez. Anyway, what was I saying? Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just interrupted myself because I thought something was wrong with the chords. Um, <clears throat> what was I saying? Right, okay. You have a right to protest. I understand that. But as soon as it turns violent, as soon as you start smashing other people's property, as soon as you start throwing things, you know, uh, destroying buildings, you know, sm- looting stores, any of that bullshit, that is is where you lose me. That is where you lose a lot of other people as well. That is where you're going to lose employers. So these fucking idiots in Victoria, and I'm going to get to the cops, don't worry. No, 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 I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to the fucking hypocrisy of this left and right bullshit because this is, this is what, this is this pisses me off to no end. Okay. These idiots destroy, so let's look at what happened. They, they destroyed... Fucking, they destroyed a lot of shit. Like, you know, okay, so protesters have swamped Melbourne's CBD for the third day with hundreds converging on the city's famous war memorial and police arresting 215 people. Fucking hell. Causing chaotic scenes around the Shrine of Remembrance following a tense standoff with police that spanned for hours. Wow. Golf balls, tap handles, and batteries were thrown at police amid the chaos. Right. Wow. Holy shit. Fucking hell. Wow. It's just, you know... Riots and all this shit. It's like, what are we doing? Like, the shrine of remembrance. Like, you know, why? Why have you got to fucking take it there? Like, why? Why do you like? That's a that's an important memorial. That's a that's that's an important place where you know, it's about remembrance, and you people are fucking it up. God, what else happened? Sorry, I'm just reading all this shit. Um. I love how all these like news articles are like, can you give us money? And it's like, nope. Um, what happened? Um, police have shut down an almost three-hour standoff with protesters at Melbourne Shrine of Remembrance, moving into making a number of arrests as hundreds dispersed towards the city centre. Um, yeah, fuck. There were so many cops at that Shrine of, Shrine of Remembrance, you know. Yeah, that's this is the problem. Like, protesting is understandable. Riding, fighting with the cops and all that shit? No. Like, get the fuck out of here. And I know I'm going to get a lot of... I know people are going to hate on me for this, but I don't... I don't. I really don't give a shit. I don't care. 
you people are fucking morons, you know, like, again, I understand why you're protesting, and I support that, what I don't support is when it turns violent, it's where you lose me, it's where you lose, that's where you lose me, man, that's, that's where it's just, no, I don't, I don't agree with it, now, here's the thing that really pisses me off to no end, and I hate to make this serious. We like to have fun, don't we? But this is the thing that's really annoying. And I just have to get it off my chest. I just can't hold it in anymore. Um, okay. And I think I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Because it's really, really important. I keep noticing this time after time on social media. Let's talk about this. Okay. Do you remember last year when the George Floyd protests happened? And there were protests and riots across America, right? It was a it was a mess. You couldn't. I remember when it happened. I couldn't keep my eyes off of what was happening. It was insane. It was nuts. The footage that was released, all the news coverage, it was insane. It was insane. And the reason it was insane, the media hyped it up, was to you know show how bad Trump was, so you know Biden could get it could get in, so you know Biden could get more of the black vote. That's fucking obvious. But you know, protesting. I understood the protesting there. I agree with it. Writing didn't fucking agree with it. Yeah, I know. Come, I know everyone's gonna get pissed off about that, but um, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um, you know, there's a big difference. There's a big fucking difference. Um, anyway, when people were protesting, right? There were there was a lot of footage and evidence of cops, of bad cops being violent with people. Not all cops, but there were certainly bad cops out there that were attacking these protesters. Uh, that there was just this just a lot of footage of cops being fucking assholes to these protesters and getting violent. And you know, there was a lot of that. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest that. And I hate these labels of left and right, but unfortunately, uh, this is what people have just, this is such a normal routine, routine, these are such normal routine, routine terms in people's minds, so I kind of have to use them. Um, Last year when that was all going down, I remember when the so-called left, liberals, whatever you want to call them, were like, well, you know, defund the police, get rid of police, abolish police, fuck the police, all cops are bad, blah, 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 all that stuff, I didn't agree with it, you know, I just said there are bad cops, but not all cops are bad, no, don't defund the police, just, you don't understand what that can lead to, do not defund the police, don't do it, like, didn't agree with them, you know, but, uh, that's what they were saying. You know, so that side last year when all that was going down was saying, oh yeah, cops are bad, cops are bad, you know, we need to get rid of them. The people on the so-called right, conservative, whatever you want to call them, I don't know, I hate using these labels, I actually cringe every time they come out of my mouth, but this is what the world is at, this is where the world is at at the moment, so there's nothing I can really do about it. Uh, last year when that was all going down and, you know, the left or whatever was saying, like, we got to get rid of cops, uh, the right was saying, no, 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 not all cops are bad, cops are amazing, and we need them, oh, you know, they're there to, you know, bring or bring to all, they're, they're there to, you know, uh, enforce law and order, we need them, how dare you treat cops as terrorists, oh, they're amazing, oh, cops are brilliant, oh, they protect us, right? Again, 
There was no, it was just like this left versus right bullshit. That's all it was. That's all it was. It was this left versus right bullshit. Now, let's take it to the present day. There have been protests. There have been riots about lockdowns, vaccines, COVID, all that shit, right? Mainly from the, you know, uh, I don't really... I. Let's just say there's been protests. Let's not that, let's not say there's really been any identity groups. Let's just say there's been a lot more protests, right? Um, and when the cops have gotten involved, and you know, whenever it's turned violent, the cops have had to, you know, you know, enforce law and order, make sure things don't turn violent. What has the right conservative, whatever you want to call them, what have they said? Fuck all cops. We need to abolish the police. Get rid of them. Cops are terrible. They're terrorists. And meanwhile, the left have been like, no, cops are good. You you need them. Again, it's this left versus right bullshit. Do you see how there's no nuance? Do you see how there is no balance? How people aren't looking at things for what they are? Do you notice that? Because only, people only care when it affects their tribe. People only care when it affects their team. They don't give a shit in general because they don't have any nuance. They don't have any balance. They just fall into this, you know, categorizing within politics saying, well, I'm, I'm team left or I'm team right. No, I'm team liberal. Well, I'm team conservative. No, you're bad. No, you're bad. No, you're a racist. No, you're a bootlicker. That's another thing. Do you remember when last year, when, you know, the left, whenever you didn't agree with, you know, defunding the police or, you know, saying all cops are bad, it was seen as like, you're a racist and then transitioned to this year, like, oh no, you know, if you don't agree with the right or whatever, you're a bootlicker. Have you fucking noticed that? Have you seen how there is no difference between either side? Do you see why this, like... You know, these people are just full of shit. Both of these sides are just completely... They're just hypocritical fucking morons. That is what they are. There's no nuance. There's no balance. They don't look at things for what they are. They just only care when it affects their tribe. Like, I swear to God, you can go back and look at some of these, like, you know, conservative right-wing people or whatever saying last year, saying, like, no, we need cops. Cops really matter. We need them. And then you go look at their fucking... You go look at them today. And it's the complete, they've just flipped saying, no, get rid of cops because they're attacking their tribe. It's like, no, you people just don't look at things for what they are. None of you do. You don't. You, you, you're extremely tribalistic. And it's like you call people bootlickers when they don't agree with you. The other side's full of shit as well. This idea of like, you know, not having no, like, it's just this idea of team sport and like Dave Rubin fucking, who else? Dave Rubin, uh, you know, all these other... It's, I'm just going to go with Dave Rubin because he's the only one that can come into my mind. Like, that dude... Seriously. That dude is just like, you know, last year he's like, no, we need cops. Cops really matter. That's what you need them for. And then this year he's like, no, get rid of them. They're terrible. It's like, you play this team sport and you don't understand that the world and politics is a lot more complicated and it requires nuance and balance you just you're not looking at things for what they are and both sides are falling for this bullshit and i just wanted to be the first to say uh 
Get the fuck over yourselves. Look at things for what they are. Like, and you can't, you can't like, you can't look at things for how they really are. You only care when it affects your team. Like, you know, both all of you, like all of you, like you just you fall into this left and right bullshit, and you know, yeah, it's just, it's just insane to me. You know, and these riots in Victoria, it's like, look, I understand why you're upset. I understand why you're angry. I get it. Protesting, I understand. Turning it, turning, you know, these protests into riots, no. And I'm not saying all those people who were who were there are like these terrible right-wing anti-vax people. No, some of them are just scared and they want to make sure they're going to have a job to provide for their families. There are just a few idiots within that camp who started a, a, a riot. And I'm sure there were plenty of people within that camp who said, I want nothing to do with these riots. I'm going. I just, I'm just here to express my dissatisfaction with the situation. So not all of these people are like, yeah, they're just idiot anti-vax conservative right-wingers, like, no, a lot of these people just want to protest because they're concerned, right, that's what they want to fucking do, but, you know, there are pity, there are idiots within those camps, and just, you know, a few bad eggs who start riots, and it's not, it's not fair, and it's lazy to look at, like, to, to create this huge, huge, uh, generalization of people within these protests where it turns into riots, like, it's, you know, again, I don't agree with the riots, but I understand why they're protesting. Anyway, God, that turned deadly serious, didn't it? This podcast does get a bit serious, doesn't it? I'm sorry. We just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Oh, girls just want to have... All right. What else happened this week? Let's move on. Let's talk about something funny. Oh, Ben, you put me in a bad mood. Oh, yeah, AOC. Dude, what are you doing? Dude, AOC is really... I think she came into uh, uh, Washington, D.C. She came into politics with, like, this idea of being the new hope. Of uh, really, you know, being like, I am different. I am, you know, I- I'm going to come in. I'm going to make a real difference. Everyone saw her as like, man, she's really going to be something special, she's really, you know, not like all these corporate Democrats, and then I was like, just give her a few years, man, she'll fucking change, oh, what happened, she fucking changed, I don't want to say I'm a genius, but you know, no, I'm not a genius, I don't know, but look, it just happens, man, uh, right, let's, so, okay, AOC voted on a bill to fund Israel's Iron Dome. An Iron Dome, right? So let's look up what an I know what an Iron Dome is, but if you don't, let's let's look it up. She wants to give them missiles. Holy shit! Yeah, air defense systems. So she wants to give them money to buy shit from the military industrial complex. And America's going to give it to him. She wants to give that to him. Crazy. Okay, let's read what happened. All right. AOC penned a letter to her constituents Friday explaining her emotional reaction to voting present on a bill funding Israel's Iron Dome aerial defense system this week. 
Okay. Um. Okay, I'm going to read the letter, but I'll just give you some more context. Uh, the New York Congressman's Congresswoman's letter comes today after the House easily approved a billion dollars in funding for Israel's Iron Dome, advancing the bill to the Senate for consideration with just eight Democrats and one Republican voting against the measure. Ocasio-Cortez, a progressive, was one of just two members to vote present on the bill, meaning they did not vote yes or no. Oh, so it was in the middle. Right, my bad. I fucked that up. Whoops. This is why we read shit, kitty. So she didn't vote no when this is someone who has constantly been against Israel, but she voted present? Like, what the fuck? Talk about having no backbone. Uh, Just like what happened when you wore that dress to the Met Gala. Looking hot, sister. Um, After the funding provision had been struck from a separate bill to prevent a government shutdown and suspend the nation's borrowing limit. AOC was crying on the floor before voting. In her letter, Congressman explained a decision citing the rush legislative process, which he said created very spillover effects. Okay, where's the letter? I want to read this letter. Shit, where's this letter? Where's this letter? I'm going to look it up. AOC letter. I had to do it. Where is it? Where is it? Fuck. I love how I'm just not organized for this podcast. Where is it? Oh my god, I hate these websites asking you for fucking money. It's like, please give us money. We don't have any. We need it. Oh god, alright, I'll read some of it. Where is it? God damn it. Oh, I'm gonna go on Twitter and look it up. I hate Twitter, fuck. All these idiots, you know how you see them, and they're like, you know, again, it's like I said, they just, uh, uh, it's extremely tribalistic, and they only care when it affects their tribe, you know what I'm talking about, oh, she was crying, OC is like crying, it's like, you know, you could have just voted no, there's always that, you know, you don't have to make such a big warp about it, you can just be like, uh, no, I don't really want to kill, uh, Palestinians, uh, I'm good, thanks. AOC's just... I think she's just lost her status as a... Um, as a... Uh, like, the new hope. She came in as, like, the new hope, being like, oh, my God, this is going to be, like, amazing. Oh, my God, she's going to come and she's going to drain the swamp. And, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I think she's losing that status. All right. Here we go. Trying to find the thing that I was talking about. Okay. Um, I can't read this shit. Fuck. There's like three pages. Okay. All right. I'm not going to read all this. Okay. To our community yesterday, the house... Okay. So, I want to be clear with our community that I am opposed to this bill, but ultimately cast a present vote. So, why don't you just say no? My job as your representative is to first and foremost serve with transparency and remain accountable to you. The people of New York's 14th Congressional District. Um, All right, let's see what she has to say. Uh, First, let me begin with why I believe this bill should have been opposed, which is clearly not what you fucking did. Uh, Contrary to the popular narrative, this bill was not for all U.S. funding of the Iron Dome, and opposing it would not defund U.S. financing of the system in any way, shape, or form. 
Since 2011, the U.S. has provided $1.7 billion for the Iron Dome and is already financially committed to continuing these funds through 2028. This bill adds an additional $1 billion in funding in one year to the system alone. For context, that is in one... Jesus Christ, let's get to the fucking point. Oh, my God. You didn't, Do you need to write three pages for this shit? Just explain very clearly... Why you said no, okay? Or no, why you voted present. Fuck. I wish she said no, but she didn't. Okay, I believe strongly that Congress should take greatest scrutiny with all the military funding across the world. Well, you voted present, so you can't really talk, can you, sweetheart? I also believe that for far too long the US has handed unconditional aid to the Israeli government while doing nothing to address the rise of persistent human rights abuses against the Palestine people and this imbalance of power must be centered in any honest conversation about Israel-Palestine in addition to the many other governments we military find with a pattern of human rights abuses such as the Saudi and Colombia related amendments I introduced last week as well. So why didn't you vote fucking no? You don't like it? Vote no. Why did you vote present? She's like, I don't like this. This is terrible. Israel are, you know, all pieces of shit. They're big, you know, she she clearly is explaining why she doesn't like them. So if you don't like them, why didn't you vote no? Let's see what else she has to say because she's clearly not fucking explaining herself very well. She's just talking a whole heap of shit. Uh, okay. In addition... To opposing the substance of the Iron Dome Supplement Bill, uh, the process of bringing it to the House was deeply unjust. Legislative language itself was initially introduced earlier this week by way of an attempt to quietly slip this funding into routine legislation without any of the usually necessary committee debate, markup, or regular order, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, she's not explaining the... She just... This woman is just talking a whole bunch of crap like it's just it's nothing there are words but they're not saying anything okay unfortunately the process did not happen and the reckless decision by the house leadership to rush this controversial vote within a matter of hours and without true consideration created a tinderbox of vitriol disingenuous framing deeply racist accusations and depictions and lack of substance Substantive, substantive, I can't say that word, discussion of, on this matter. Oh my god, this woman is just talking shit. Oh my, what was deep in this reckless? Hey, so you're saying that the House leadership rushed this controversial vote within a matter of hours and had no true consideration. It had, and it, it, so, you know, it created disingenuous framing, deeply racist accusations and depictions, and lack of substantive discussions on this matter. So, if you don't like the idea of this bill, vote fucking no. Why would you vote? Pre- it just, again, it's, there's no explanation as to why she voted present. So that we could do, okay, so... Fuck, I don't have any water. My mouth is getting really fucking dry. Um, no, great. There's a garbage truck. As always, when I'm doing the podcast. Fucking hell. All right. I 
Personally had to call. Okay, I personally had a call with the House Majority Leader to request a 24-hour stay of the vote so that we could do the work necessary to bring down the temperature and vol validity, explaining our positions and engage our communities. The request was similarly. Fuck, I can't read that. Not only was the request dismissed, but despite the House having almost eight straight hours votes yesterday, this vote was chosen to be the first, despite being one of the most controversial. Get to the point! What are you... What? Where? Who? What? When? Why? How? Where, like, where is this going? It's just word salad. I've never seen someone talk so much shit but never say anything. Do you know how someone's just talking, but they're not really saying anything? This is it. Uh, the damage of this careless process created very real spillover effects into our community. It created a real sense of panic and horror among those in our community who otherwise engaged thoughtfully in these discussions and fueled the discussion to devolve to a point where it became clear that this vote would risk a severe devolution, I can't say that word because I'm a retard, of the good faith community fabric that allows us to responsibly join in a struggle for human rights and dignity everywhere from Palestine to the Bronx and Queens. Garbage truck, would you shut the fuck up? I am trying to read AOC's letter. In short, the rush of this vote into a matter of hours that's threatening to tear our community apart and permanently close the doors that we desperately need in order to no, sorry, let me read that again. In short, the rush of this vote into a matter of hours was threatening to tear our community apart and permanently close the doors that we desperately need in order to progress. What are you even saying? I can't even... Oh, here we go. Yes, I wept. I wept at the complete lack of care for human beings that are impacted by these decisions. I wept at an institution choosing a path of maximum validity and minimum consideration for its own political convenience. And I wept, the complete lack of regard I often feel for our party has its most vulnerable and endangered members and communities because the death threats and dangerous federal we'd inevitably receive by rushing such a sensitive charge, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. She's not getting to the fucking point. I have, n oh my God, this woman's a fucking moron. This woman is an idiot. She is... She. I have never seen someone's reputation crumble in a matter of days. Like, from the Met Gala shit to, you know, voting present on Israel's Iron Dome, where clearly she should have just voted no. She's like, I just... This is this is her. This is what her letter was like. This was essentially the the the, the letter. I just you know, um, they, they just Israel is terrible and they just abuse human rights and they're the worst people in the world and I can't believe we give them money and they're terrible and um, yeah, I just can't stand them. Are you gonna vote no? No, I can't. And I'm just gonna go on you know a three page. I'm gonna write a three page essay as to why. I voted present without actually explaining why I voted present. That was the fucking letter. There was nothing to it. It was just word salad. Nothing. Nothing. Nada. Not a goddamn thing. She doesn't explain everything, but everyone's like, she stands up for human rights. Well, clearly she doesn't. Look, I give AOC credit for a social media game and how good she is in, you know, getting to relate 
to Zoomers and the younger generation and how she can, you know, swirl up media attention and how good she is on Twitter. I think persuasion-wise, she is quite good in a way, in some ways. In some instances, she's fucking terrible, but in other instances, she's quite good. i got to give her credit for that. not a huge ASC fan, but I respect her and I can see where she's coming from. Here's the problem. Her reputation is going down the fucking toilet. Sorry, it just is. It's going down the goddamn toilet. I just don't think she has that power anymore. Like, she's she's coming across as a hypocrite. Like, the Met Gala situation, I kind of thought that was a good way to get media attention, but I think it's backfiring on her. And she's had to explain herself like 20 times. This, this is really backfiring on her. I think she's losing her status as this idea of like, I am the new hope. I am the person who's going to drain the swamp. I am the person who's going to bring you Medicare, make sure your social security is, you know, well looked after. I think that is going away. I think she's no longer the new hope. I think she's losing that position. I think she, I think her reputation is going down the toilet. She's going to become another corporate Democrat. I don't hate her, but I again, I, I just think she's made too many decisions where it's just going downhill for her. She's losing that power, that superstar power that she once had. I honestly think it's going. I think she's made too many bad decisions where she's just losing that, that position. But yeah, I'm really sorry about this garbage truck in the background, by the way. I'm really sorry. It's, uh, it's really pissing me off. Um, all right, I'll be back. I'm going to take a quick break. I need to use the toilet. Fuck, we've been going for an hour. We've been, we've been going for like nearly an hour now. I need to, and I'm not even done yet. I've still got the UFC to talk about. Because it's fucking Monday. And it was on yesterday. Holy shit. All right, I'll be back. Give me two seconds. All righty then. Mm. We're back. We're back, baby. And I got a Zuba Duper with me because I felt like one. Coca-Cola, so I'm sorry about the sucking into the microphone. That's what she said. Oh! No, all right. Let's talk about something that's actually going to make me happy. Uh, I have... Okay, no get pissed off at me about the UFC. Don't be like, you fucking talk about the UFC. Fuck, listen. I have talked about the riots. I've talked about AOC. I've done my part. Let me have some fun, okay? God... Mm. Mm-mm. Zuba is a fucking good man. I know I'm not very good for you, but fucking you can't tell me what to do. You're not my fucking mum dad, are you? <laughs> I don't even know my mum and dad, but I just do what I want. Alright, let's stop fucking around. Okay. Let's talk about the UFC. UFC 266 was amazing. Oh my god. Okay. Let's let's um Go through the entire fight card, okay? Let's go through the entire fight card. Um, let's talk about the fights that were great, okay? Where can we... Okay, let's, let's take a look. UFC 266. Alright. It was an amazing, amazing event. It was fantastic. Even the prelims were fucking brilliant. Okay, so... Um, let's start 
with Dan Hooker versus Nazrat Hakparast. Okay, I thought Nazrat was going to really win that. I thought I thought Dan Hooker was in trouble because uh, of his last loss to Michael Chandler, but I underestimated Dan Hooker. Um, I think Nazrat uh, really got dominated throughout that entire fight. Dan was just landing those kicks really well. Nazrat threw a few good strikes. He, he's a decent striker. I think Nazrat's got a, you know, I think he's a decent striker. But man, Dan Hooker just came in and just absolutely just dominated that fight. Man, he killed it. So that was the lightweight division within the preliminary card. But you know, he did a great job. Dan Hooker absolutely destroyed him. Now, here's the fight that was absolute, that was brilliant. I thought this was fight of the night until I saw, you know, Volkanovski and Ortega. But, so the bantamweight division, Marab Devashil, I can't say his last, his last name's so hard to say. Marab Devashilvili, I can't say his last name. Marlon Moraes, right? Dude, Marab is a killer. Marab came in right, and Marlon Moraes is like he's a he's a like they're both extremely talented fighters. But Marab just came in and just pounded him, got him on the ground, doing the ground and pound, just absolutely destroyed him. Like just completely, um, just decimated him. And like he just is aggressive, and he's just able to strike so well, and he's such a tank. Absolutely destroyed him. Uh, I thought that was a fight of the night. Almost, until I saw the main card. Uh, Curtis Blades versus uh, Rosen Strike. Um, this is a boring fight. It was boring. I was not entertained. I was fucking bored. That was a boring fight. Uh... They went three rounds. No one got knocked out. Uh, just bored. Not interesting. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, they did a good job. You know, there were some exciting moments, but overall, just not very, not very exciting. It was okay. Uh, I think Curtis Blades is a good fighter. I, you know, I don't know much about Rosenstrike, but um, uh, Curtis Blades. It was a good comeback from losing to Derek Lewis that time. So you know. Was what I, I was watching the fight and I was like, oh, I could have skipped that one. It wasn't really that exciting. Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz. Now, I have to be honest. Um, when I saw Nick Diaz start the um, when the clock started, right when round one started, and it you know they went in to go fight, I got this sense that Nick Diaz just didn't want to be there. I thought it was a decent fight. I mean, it was a good fight. You know, I, I didn't think it was amazing or anything like that. Uh, definitely was nowhere near what their last fight was like. But it was a decent fight. Uh, Robbie Lawler beat him. Um, and Nick Diaz just said, like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Like, you know, on the, on the third round, you know. Where they weren't even a minute in. And he just, I think Robbie Lawler hit him around too much and did something to his leg. And Nick Diaz just went, I'm done, I'm done. And Nick Diaz kept walking around being like, oh, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go that way so I don't end up against the cage. And So, yeah, I don't really... Um, I wasn't a huge... The, the fight was good. I just think 
seeing Nick Diaz like that, I just looked at him and I just looked at the, you know, looked at what was what was happening to him and, you know, his age and how he's been out of the game for five or six years. And I just looked at him and I just went, he shouldn't be fighting. He just should not be fighting. I think his days are over. And I think Robbie Lawler's going to retire soon as well, man. I think these, I think they're just at that age where it's like, you're done. Like, I think you've just, you've, you've had your primes gone. You know, you, you've had a great career. I think it's time to just move on. And, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to admit for these guys, but I think Nick Diaz, I just, it was weird seeing him back. I just don't think he belonged there. I don't think he felt like he belonged there. Um, he wasn't, he just wasn't in that fighting mentality. He wasn't aggressive. He was slow. He didn't look, uh, he didn't look like he was in the greatest shape in the world. Uh, he wasn't, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm, he did a good job, but he just wasn't, just wasn't very entertained by the fight. I just looked at him. It was more kind of like, you should really be in this man. Like they're old. They're in there. Like they're nearly 40. They're, these fuck, these fuckers are old, man. They're old. No offense to them, they've done a great job, but they've had great careers, but I think they're just at a point where it's like, I think it's just kind of hard to watch those fights, and it was great seeing Nick back, but I just looked at it when, when thinking like, it's not the same Nick Diaz, man, he's a different Nick Diaz, because he's older now, and there's nothing wrong with that, that's not to discredit Nick Diaz's career, I think again, he did a great job, I just don't think he's the Nick Diaz from 2004 from Robbie Lawler 1, or he's the same Nick Diaz from fighting Anderson Silva or George St-Pierre. Like, I just don't think that's who he is anymore. I just don't. I think it's... I honestly think he shouldn't have come back. I don't know how it happened. Even he, Nick Diaz, came out and said, yeah, this is bullshit. I don't know why I'm coming back. He's not in the mindset. Robbie Lawler as well. He was like, oh, yeah, I got really, this is the only, this is one of the recent fights where I've gotten really motivated to, you know, actually win. What does that tell you? Like, I just think they're at a point now where, like, they've done their best and they've, they've had great careers and I think it's time to hang it up. But, you know, Robbie Lawler's 39. I think it's time soon. I think, the, I think they've got a fucking, I think they're too old, man. All right. Valentina Shevchenko and Lauren Murphy. Uh, mate, Shevchenko is an absolute weapon. They don't call the bullet for nothing. Uh, I thought she did a tremendous, tremendous job. That woman's skills, her combos are so fast. Uh, she has a, she has great... She just has so much gas in the tank. Um, Lauren Murphy held up a good fight. I think Lauren did a great job. Lauren didn't... Excellent job. I think, though, it's it's Shevchenko, and I think Shevchenko and Nunes need to run it back because um, I think Shevchenko is just becoming... She's on a seven-win streak, I think. I think she's on something like that, but Shevchenko is just brilliant. Oh, she's a goddamn artist at what she does. She's just a beast, and she's such a humble woman, and, you know... She's such a good sport, and I love watching her fight. She's fast. She the way she lands those kicks and those punches. It's just she's an excellent, excellent striker, and the pace that she goes at it with those strikes is amazing. She is brilliant. Her speed is just technically oh, she's a 
goddamn marvel. Her, her, it's her skills and her technicality in the way she strikes, throws kicks, you know, throws punches. It's just 100%, 10 out of 10, perfect. She is a brilliant fighter. Brilliant. I think Amanda Nunes should be fucking worried. I don't know. I know Amanda Nunes beat her before, but I think Shevchenko's really got a good shot the next time they go at it again, and they need to go at it again. Um. Okay. Now, Volkanovski versus Ortega. Holy fucking shit! That has to be. One of the greatest fights I think I've ever seen before in my life. And I'm not just saying... I say that... I don't say that lightly. That was amazing. That was amazing. Dude. I I, I thought Vol- Volkanovski was going to easily beat Ortega. Ortega's a tough fucking dude. He's a tough... He is a brilliant fighter. Ortega... And the guillotines he was doing to him. He did two. Two guillotines for, to Volkanovski. Volkanovski escaped them. And, he, and Volkanovski gets back on top of him. And he's doing the ground and pound. Twice. Brian Ortega looked destroyed by the end of it. But he was he, he almost couldn't see out of his eyes. Herb Dean had to go, how many fingers am I holding up? And he was like, fuck, no, let's just keep going. And he had to, he, he, he had to you know... Count how many fingers Herb Dean was holding up. And he looked destroyed. Volkanovski looked destroyed. But they kept going. They, those two are just warriors. Oh, my God. There's so many times where I thought one of them's going to get knocked out. But they just kept going. <laughs> it was insane. It was absolutely insane what these two were ma- like managed to do. Ortega, he's just again like the way he sets up a guillotine when he punched Volkanovski, he landed that jab to Volkanovski and it set him back. And then Ortega just grabs him and just throws him into a guillotine, and Volkanovski is able to able to escape that and start doing the ground and pound. It was brilliant. One of the best fights I have ever seen. I could not believe what I was watching. I was so happy to know when I was watching that yesterday. I was like, I cannot believe I'm getting to see this live. I cannot believe I'm getting to see this happen right now. And I'm in the peak of it when everyone is going to be talking about it. It was top three best fights. The best fights I have ever seen. Uh, the Connor and Khabib fight. The Colby and Kamaru Usman fight. And Volkanovski and Ortega fight. Brilliant. Brilliant fight. The Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miyoche sorry, fight was brilliant. I cannot wait to see Francis and uh, Cyril Gunn go out in January. That's going to be brilliant. Oh, UFC 268, baby. Mike Chandler, Justin Gaethje, Kamara Usman, Colby Covington, Rosnama Nunez, Zhang Weili. Oh, shit. Three title fights. Fuck me. That's going to be amazing, dude. That's going to be amazing. But UFC 266 was brilliant. It was exciting. It had a great um, showcase of sportsmanship. It showed who the true warriors were. Um, 
you know, it really set up Volkanovski to become one of the greatest of all time. That man is on a, that man is on to, is on a twenty win streak. He's a beast and he's brilliant and I love him as a sportsman. I love the post fight interviews with him. You know, finally understanding Ortega and respecting him because they had a lot of beef during the uh, you know set up for this fight. And I think they just both showed up and they put on an amazing show and they showed what fighting was really about. And mate. Could not have watched a better fight. Could not have watched a better fight. It was brilliant. Both fighters are just absolutely insane. And I'm keen to see what both of them do next, you know? God. What brilliant fighters, man. What a brilliant fight. Alright. Oh, man. Let's, uh, Let's wrap this one up, eh? What do you reckon? I think so. We've had fun today, haven't we? We've been rambling. Fuck, we've been going for an hour and 15 minutes. God, longer than last time. Um, You know, in regards to how I was feeling about today's podcast, I might start doing this on a Monday. I might. I think Mondays are better. I might. I might start doing it on a Monday. I really might. I like doing it on a Monday morning. It was accidental. This was meant to come out yesterday, but I'm going to start doing it on a Monday now. I'll let you know. I'll confirm it. But yeah, Mondays. Mondays, every Monday morning. Sundays, uh, there's too many other podcasts that comes out that come out on a Sunday. And I don't really want to be in, you know, the same release schedule as them. I want to do my own thing on a Monday morning. So Monday morning it is, baby. I think we're going to start doing Monday mornings. I'll let you know. But I feel good about Monday mornings. I like the vibe, dude. Um, okay, we've been going on forever. I'm going to have to wrap this one up. Uh, but yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who listens. Thank you so much to everyone who watches. Uh, you know the deal. Uh, like, subscribe. Uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, Double and Ben, new videos every week. Uh, we never stop the content. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, stay safe, keep it real, and don't let those clowns around town bring you down. All right. Thank you, guys. I love you very much. Uh, peace. Have a good week. And uh, yeah, all right. Bye.